Hey, it's Pete here. Aegon is AOC's brand of monitors specifically designed for the challenges of gaming and esports. People like you. The ultra-fast 165Hz refresh rate means you won't miss a thing. And standard features like shadow control and QHD technology ensure your screen is giving you the sharpest vision available on the Australian market. Aegon monitors also come with NVIDIA G-Sync, which syncs the monitor and GPU to get rid of screen tearing for a smoother experience. You can find the full range of AOC and Aegon monitors now at au.aoc.com. And thanks very much, AOC, for your sponsorship. So, look, everybody, welcome. Uh, to those of you that are watching us on twitch.tv slash gameonoz, it's lovely to have you along. Uh, we're also going to be on the front page at some point tonight. I'll probably scream when that happens. Um, Dan's not with us tonight. No, Dan, but that's not a big deal because we've gone out and we've found this man monster on Twitch. His name is Jacko underscore G-Freak, and he'll join me as the podcast co-host for the evening as we celebrate Twitch streamers who don't get an opportunity to go to mass audiences just yet. This man is not too far off from taking off, let me assure you. The G-Freak, welcome to the Game on Australia stream, my friend. Thank you very much for having me. How are you doing? I'm bloody wicked. Um, look, we're going to get to who you are, uh, what it is that you do, the whole get up and all that sort of explanation and yada, yada, yada a little bit later on. But um, let's just bloody jump on in. Are you ready to go, mate? Are you excited? I'm tingling in my seat. Are you? I'm like a shaken snake. That's exciting. Woo! Are you? Because you're only in your boxes. Are they, are they silk? They're silk. I've got the ball sack fan on as well at my feet. It gets Bro. real hot. Don't tingle too much. You'll slip off your chair. Um, yeah. All right, guys. A, a towel for that too. <laughs> all right, let's rock and roll. Let's get stuck into this. Attack commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to the Game on Australia podcast, episode 123. You bloody beauty. The top three things are on the way. We're going to meet our co-host who I just introduced just then. Also, did you change your PS4 name? That's our big question this week. We want to know what you changed it from, what you changed it to. We've had a suggestion for the next big question has come through to us on email from a legend called Chris. Thank you very much, Chris. So we will get to that. Our top three things on the way. PlayStation 5 details released and they are legit for a change. Assassin's Creed Unity. Could this be the key that could rebuild the Notre Dame Cathedral that we found out burnt down this week. And Xbox has revealed a launch date for the brand new all-digital edition of the Xbox One S. It is the number one gaming podcast in the country that you are listening to. Game on Australia. Game on. Game on. It's game time. Excellent game on! Wow! Game on! Boy! It's game time! Excellent! Boom! Welcome! Um, hey Jacko! How you doing? How you doing? I'm so bloody good, mate. Uh, and welcome to you watching right now at twitch.tv slash game on Oz and listening across the country and across the world, depending on where you are actually listening from. My name is Pete. This is Jacko underscore G Freak. You can find him on Twitch via that and all of the rest. And Jacko, let's see if you've been keeping up to date as one of the listeners of this great podcast over the past few months. For the next hour, 
we're going to bloody talk about gaming, my friend, because we bloody love gaming. Wow. I don't know if I, I, if I can do that. No, that's the wrong answer. That is the wrong answer. <laughs> You're meant to say, and you know what else we bloody love, Pete? Say that. I failed. Say it I now. Failed. Say it quick. 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 Okay. Uh, you know what bloody else we were, we were meant to say, Pete? Bloody gaming! Okay, we got past that. We're good. We got past the first hurdle of the night. Thank you so much, Jacko. Hey, look at these bloody legends that are watching right now on twitch.tv slash Game on Oz. Uh, hey, gents, great. Good to see two great gamers together on the one stream. Thank you very much to the legends at Thunder Insurance. Uh, Herald of Galactus is watching you, bloody beauty. Nico and Sticks and Skittles from the great Game on Australia community, our content creators right across. It's good to have you guys in as well. We've got so many bloody things happening um, right now across Game on Australia. A big, big celebration happening over at Game on Australia's God Mode closed Facebook group where we've ticked over another 150, 200 odd members in the last week as well. So welcome to all of our brand new members there. We've officially launched the Game on Australia greatest of all game. These are our GOG tournaments, G-O-A-G tournaments that we're going to be firing up in about three weeks' time. Astro-G and Logitech are on board as well, which we're really looking forward to. And thank them very much for us uh, for their sponsorship of these. Great prizes for our community. The first game that we're going to be playing in this tournament is Apex Legends, so bring that on as well. And finally, of course, to the number one sponsors of this great gaming podcast, AOC Aegon Monitors, you bloody legends. Keep listening to this podcast because a little bit later on in the show... We're going to let you know how you can score yourselves a brand new AOC Aegon gaming monitor suitcase for your new monitor as well. Hey, uh, Jacko, there's a few bloody fans watching you right now, and they dead set love you. Get around these people. Look, we've got uh, Mr. Supernova saying the mullet looks freshly brushed. Uh, New York's says Jacko is the best streamer on Twitch. DJ Knight AU. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Uh, Lady Green X, who has also hosted us tonight. Jacko is a legend. Um, bloody beautiful. And Sticky Bag 5, hello, mate. You got the 700 win. Congratulations to you. Jacko, you might not know this, but for every 100 members that we hit in the Game on Australia God Mode Facebook group, we reveal a prize and give one away. And they're pretty freaking awesome prizes. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Only coming from the Australia's number one gaming podcast. Yep, couldn't agree more. You know, that, top. you know what that bloody deserves? Wow. That's for, the, for those of you who were watching last week and saw me lose my mind, that's what I was bloody trying to find. That bloody thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, uh, Jacko, what do you say we get into the top three things that gamers need to hear this week? Number one. PlayStation 5 details have been released. Are you excited for this? To say that I'm excited is, is I I saw it and my mullet nearly fell off my head. It was, <laughs> it was incredible. Why are you excited? What is it about the PlayStation 5 that gets you genuinely excited? I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the fact that this thing is going to be like a NASA rocket ship, okay, by the sounds of describing this thing. Um, it's It's got so like quad processors and stuff like that. Um, apparently it's as good as the AMD Ryzen CPUs. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. And just like the processing speed, it's, it's going to be great. You know, 
no more copying and taking so long for things to load. It's how about yourself? I'm like dead set fanging for this as a bit of a fan of the PlayStation. I mean, people's less regular listeners of the podcast might know that um, Dan and I sit on either side of the fence at this point in time. So Dan's our Xbox guy. Um, I float across to PlayStation and have for a long time and then cover a bit of Nintendo and cover a bit of PC as well. But um, I bloody can't wait for this. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a brand new console. So that's that's number one. That's good. Um, it's a PlayStation console. So for a PlayStation fan, that's fantastic. So that's B. And uh, number three, it also means that hopefully media outlets around the world can stop putting out their bullshit clickbait right that says all new playstation details have been released and then you jump in and then at the top in brackets or in indices it's got speculatively this person has said this and this is what we're actually generating from it um we've seen a whole heap of details but essentially the breakdown of it is there's a guy by the name of mark Cherney. he works for playstation he's one of their main devs working on the actual architecture for the playstation 4 and the playstation 5 now he's the lead architect And this was some official stuff that was dropped while he had his surprise interview with Wired magazine. You can see this at GameOnOz.com. Found out that it's not releasing in 2019. Are you fine that it's not releasing in 2019? Or is it, come on, guys, where's the bloody PlayStation? I personally reckon that, look, a lot of people have invested in, in like, scuff gaming controllers. Um, These Astro just dropped new controllers. Uh, Nacon just... um, released their brand new controller as well which i've been looking into and yo i think that it's perfect for playstation to announce it not this year but you know in the later years to come because as as the software develops they could also add some better stuff into there but these people that have invested money into controllers you know that that would be pretty devastated so they might lose a fan base i think that considering that um one of the big details is that this console is going to be backwards compatible so you're going to be able to play your playstation 4 games on it now um considering that uh a lot more people these days are moving away from physical copies of cds and they're moving on to digital copies of cds this was a given anyway but given that this is going to happen I would hazard a fair guess that we're going to have backwards compatibility for our controllers as well. So I don't think those controllers are going to be obsolete. At this stage, not being 2019, everybody's sort of hoping for a 2020 release. Um, It's actually been four years in development so far, which is pretty insane considering they've managed to keep it under wraps this long. You mentioned the firepower of this thing, eight core AMD Zen 2. This thing packs an absolute punch. Ray tracing support with GPU. So this is the sort of stuff um, that we've been seeing lately in terms of the RTX series that's come out from NVIDIA. We're starting to see ray tracing come out in those games. Battlefield 5. Uh, Extremely fast high-end SSD storage. A custom AMD unit for 3D audio. Also aided by ray tracing. A massive upgrade coming from them there. Extremely fast high-end custom SSD storage. Faster than any solution currently available for PC. Technically supports 8K. But Kearney, the guy who was talking about this, demoed Spider-Man load speed improvements. So it's pretty good that on a 4K screen, um, we're going to have load speed improvements there as well. Because loading pisses me off to no end. New virtual reality platform strongly hinted at, but also supports current PSVR. So... Meaning millions of VR users 
um, from day one, which is really, really exciting. And then, of course, physical media. So they're not going to be moving across to um, like, a, like a completely digital platform like everybody sort of had a bit of an idea that was speculated about six months ago. No, we're actually going to get physical media coming out from this thing, which I'm genuinely excited for. Because I don't know about you, I, I'm a fan of having a collection of discs and covers and CDs. Do you have a collection? I do. I certainly do. Now, the things that I generally buy a hard disc for is Call of Duty. Love it. Every year that game comes out, I'm I'm splashing the cash on the hardened edition. I, I have every single hardened case since I think COD COD Five, so World at War. Um, and wow, the the collection is unreal. I need to see this collection one day. Um, I think I dr- I stopped buying the collector's editions around about Call of Duty Black Ops. What was it? Uh, I think it was Call of Duty Black Ops Three. Call of Duty Black Ops Three was the 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 prestige edition. Excuse me, I had hungry jacks. The prestige edition was the <laughs> the care package, right? Have you got the care package? Did you get that one? You get the I, I didn't get the care package. Oh! Didn't get the care package. I got the hardened I got the one below it because the stuff that was in there, I was like, what's the point? It's just some plastic PVC pipe stuff, and I'm just gonna put it in there for it, mum to dust it later. Whoa, you know? mate, whoa, whoa. Pump the anyway, brakes. We'll, Pump the we'll brakes for a second, Chan. Pump the brakes for a second. Okay. It came <laughs> with it, it came with a drone. The care package came with a freaking drone. And admittedly, I have not flown that thing, and I've had it for about seven years. So yes. Possibly a bit of a Did waste it? of money. Um, but it came with a bloody drone, mate. So I was like, yes, you bloody the, ripper. I got the Black Ops 2 one. I got the RCXD car. Yeah. I've got yeah. the Black Ops 2 one. Yeah. I didn't get the I didn't get the drone. Now that is cool. No, nah, I don't very, know what I'd rather cool. have a have a have a car with a camera or a a, a flying vehicle. Uh, I'd go flying vehicle. If I had to choose one or the other, I would definitely go flying vehicle. Go to more places quicker. Um some more comments coming through from people watching on Twitch. Adski91, are we in a stadium? Uh, not quite. Might sound a bit like we're in a stadium because this guy that I have on stream with me, this legend, is bassy as fuck. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's not even his microphone sound effects. That's purely what's coming out of his chest. That's how this guy sounds. That's how he sounds when he's going to buy a coffee. Right? Look at him. He's an absolute belter of a specimen of a human being. Um, you've got a lot of really great fans. And thank you all for coming across and having a look at the chat and supporting this bloke because he's a legend. Uh, let's move on. What have we got here? Uh, so that's looking like what we've got so far for the PlayStation 5. They didn't say whether they're going to be releasing any more other details soon, but you can be sure as soon as we come across it here at Game on Australia, we will get you to it. Um, top bit of news that gamers need to hear, number two. And this is only quite speculative, but this is more a lot of people around the world sort of putting two and two together on this. Sad, tragic news this week. Um as the Notre Dame Cathedral burnt and fell before our eyes. Now, I don't know if you're a bit of a traveller, uh, Jacko, but have you been over to Europe? Have you been to Notre Dame, that cathedral? The furthest I've been overseas is when when the plane does that, like, swing out over the Gold Coast <laughs> airport, over the ocean, and then you swing back in onto land. Yeah, nah. So I've <laughs> Never been, been overseas. Mate, I've been out there. I, we went we went for, our like, our one and only trip over to Europe um, a, a few years back, and... I stood out that cathedral. I walked into that cathedral and I had a good look around, um, and it was absolutely amazing. It was an a, it's an astonishing piece of work. It took them tens of years to actually um, design and build and finish it, and every so often they've had to reconstruct it anyway. So this is just absolute tragedy. But 
something, or maybe, I don't know if you're a fan of the Assassin's Creed games or people watching are a fan of the Assassin's Creed games, but according to this latest report, Assassin's Creed Unity may very well hold the key to this icon of our world being built. Have you played any of the Assassin's Creed games? I certainly have. Um, I can't exactly remember which one it was. I did get that really cool statue. He had an American flag, I think it was. Mm. So I can't remember which one of that was, but I love I love the game series. I, I wish I got into it a little bit more um, and, and bought the most recent ones, but people, you know, say, oh, Jack, I don't get that, so I don't get it. Um, but I love the game. How about yourself, Pete? Um, a big fan. I sort of I sort of lost my way with it uh, probably after um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I mean, that's where I sort of stopped because there were a couple of, um, I suppose I, I would call them mid-generation releases, you know, that, that we had um, in pockets and I wasn't really that keen on them. Apparently Assassin's Creed Origins, not that I've played it, is a spectacular game, but um, you know, this one here that uh, we're talking about in particular when it comes to Notre Dame Cathedral uh, is Assassin's Creed Unity. And the reason why this is so incredibly poignant for something like this is that Assassin's Creed Unity, the artist, Caroline Muse, spoke to The Verge about the creation of the cathedral in the game at launch. Now, if you've played Assassin's Creed games, they are spectacularly detailed. And the amount of detail that goes into actually building these particular environments in an Assassin's Creed game goes right down to every single brick being placed where it should be. And she went on to say in this interview, in the case of the Notre Dame, easily the biggest structure in the game when, it, when she was talking about Assassin's Creed Unity, it meant recreating a version of the cathedral that didn't actually exist at the time. Level artist Muse spent literally years fussing over the details of the building. She poured over photos to get the architecture just right, worked with texture artists to make sure that each brick was exactly as it should be. So if she was the one that did this in the game and they have got, I've seen the plans. The plans are extensive. They are in depth. They are extraordinary. And aside from maybe what President Macron might have tucked away or or their architects, their historical society somewhere, these are actually probably the most detailed spec plans that are on hand in this day and age. So there is a very good chance that they may, ver they may very well call on this woman um, to come out and help them rebuild and take those plans. And it would be just incredible. And a lot of mainstream people wouldn't know that this happened, but I think it would be a really cool thing for gamers to know if they were visiting that in years to come, that the reason it was built was because a game designer had a hand in it. You know what I mean? So it goes from just being the, the normal architect um, to now a game designer. So basically it brings in a lot of avenues, a lot more avenues, and a lot of people will talk about it. They'll post on social media. Um, a lot of gamers have big following, so they'll post on social media and then everyone comes together, they unite and they actually want to go travel there. So I reckon it's great. It's fantastic. It is really good. You, uh, Pete? Um, look, it's just, it's about as good as it can get. I'm just reading through some of these comments on Twitch right now. Uh, DJ Knight, you asked what was the pirate one? So that was Black Flag. That was Assassin's Creed 4. But that there was a little bit of piracy um, we were just starting to see some of the, uh, I guess, the basic opportunities of being able to, like, drive a ship around or sail a ship, rather, and all that sort of stuff um, from Assassin's Creed 3. That was the one with Connor. I think the statue that you actually mentioned, Jacko, was Connor from Assassin's Creed 
three because that was very much the American Revolution, um, the Civil War, like all of that sort of stuff. So the, the flag was actually quite prominent. And I feel like I remember that sort of thing happening in that game. Um, but yeah, so look, it's, it's just a, a nice little tick to um, acknowledging that there are some incredible professional opportunities that arise from gaming and people should really take it more seriously. Final bit of news that gamers need to hear number three. And this one comes with a little bit of digging as well. Have you heard much about this Xbox All Digital Edition, Jacko? Is that where you pay a subscription and you get the games that you want when you want and that's it? Is that is that it? There we go. There's one for you. <laughs> um, so I uh, have a long-standing relationship with uh, Jim. I won't say his last name, um, but uh, Jim over at Xbox. We go way back, and I called him earlier today just to confirm some of these rumors that I came across earlier today. The Xbox One S or Digital Edition, and, and uh, who can believe... Mind you, now that I think about it, something just tweaked in my head, right? And I'll, I'll open up on this in just a moment. But I was about to say, who can believe that we're getting a, a, like a mainstream major con console that doesn't have a disc slot? So this is, this is what this actually is. The Xbox One S All Digital Edition is just that. You plug it in, and every single game that you actually want to play or all that sort of stuff, you download everything. There's no such thing as buying this console and going out to your local store and getting a physical copy of the game. Right, so that's you can you can pop that one out right away. So the Xbox One S or Digital Edition, um, as I mentioned, felt it was a bit far fetched. But I mean, when we've got things like the the NES Mini Classic, the SNES Mini Classic, like all of these old school sort of consoles being recreated and being uh, given to us as consumers in just a pure digital edition then you understand that this makes sense, right? And now, particularly when we've got interfaces that we use that we actually have, like the Xbox Store, Games Pass, uh, Live Gold, um, the PlayStation Network, like all that sort of stuff and subscription services, it makes complete sense. But for people who are really excited about this, the story goes that the console will be released on May 7th. <clears throat> now, for those of you who are really excited about this happening in Australia, cool your jets for just a moment, all right? spoke with Jim earlier today, that release date for May 7 is only for um, European markets and the US market, all right? So we're not actually going to see this anytime soon, and it could be weeks until we actually get a proper release date here for Australia. We're kind of earmarking the fact that it will probably be sold for around about $299. That's a likely price point. Um, it'll have things like Forza Horizon 3 and Sea of Thieves that'll ship on it as well. It'll probably be the one terabyte version of the console as well. Considering it's a digital edition, generally you can get the disc edition for about 500 gigabytes console. That's the average one for your Xbox One S. Um, this will be a one terabyte, I'd say, at least because it lacks a disc drive. So this is pretty exciting news, man. I mean, I, I don't know about you and, and how you feel about having a console that doesn't have a disk drive, but essentially we're peering into the future a little bit here. Absolutely. I look to my right-hand side and a lot of other gamers, and they seem to not have a disk drive. Um, it seems to be a phasing thing out of the past, and this is the future. Everything's on disk drive, so maybe, just maybe, you might be going to the store and buying a little stick mm. with the game on it, if anything, and putting that in your console to save the disk drive, which might be cheaper. So who knows? You know what? I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about the fact that this thing will, of course, have USB ports in it, right? Yeah. Um, it'll probably be USB 3.0 as well, if not some sort of technology that we're yet to see go mainstream. 
Um, and that's a bloody good point, that we may actually be going to, um, I mean, hell, like we're virtually doing that in a way, not to that extent, but in a way with the Nintendo Switch console because we're using cartridges, which, which <laughs> I mean, really they're, they're SD cards, you know, when you think about it. Um, it absolutely makes sense that that may very well be an opportunity for Xbox to open up a brand new market. Um, and if this tests really well, then, I mean, looking down the track at whatever lays ahead for them, could we see discs be done away with completely and maybe the next big Xbox console, excuse me, has no disc drive in it whatsoever. They use that space to beef up the hardware and then, bam, you're going out there and you're buying USB sticks instead of, you know, everything else. There is one thing um, that a lot of people are actually pointing to in the chat right now, and they make a very, very good point. Herald of Galactus... Nerd and Proud TV saying we need an internet upgrade first. And they are so bloody right because the more streaming that happens on the network, this NBUNCO that we've got going on here in Australia, uh, the, the, the worse it's going to be for everybody. So we'll see what happens. Adski91, I know you're saying that'll never happen. It may never happen, but it also may happen. Who knows? You know, so we'll see what happens. What's your internet like, mate? Are you Jacko? Are you, is your internet decent? What do you run? Hang on, sorry. Malcolm Turnbull was just annoying me about my internet <laughs> just then. I was telling him to get out of my face. <laughs> Malcolm! Is it any good? My speeds are they, they they're good. Um, you know, I get like a forty down and a fifteen up. Um, you know, that's on the 50, 50 down package and twenty five up. So it's getting a little bit ripped off. It's like, you know, going down the street, ordering like a, a Big Mac burger and you come out with a cheeseburger, you know? So uh, boo. it's, yeah, boo. boo. So, so it's, it's, it's one of those things where you're not guaranteed a beautiful service and, it, and it's not happening. It's disappointing a little bit for us gamers and even business workers, you know, it's quite a common um, issue, especially if rain happens and all those other things. I remember I used to make like 10 phone calls a day, man, making these phone calls to the ISP saying, Come over. You got to empty the rain catch. Yada yada yada. Every time it rained, it was shocking. Isn't Absolutely that, shocking. Isn't that weird that we we are in a world where um, if it rains, our internet goes to shit. Like that's that is <laughs> literally what bloody happens with us. If it rains, our internet is absolutely cooked. I mean, we've got DJ Night AU dropping in here right now. Um, he gets five down and 0.8 up on average, and he's using his mobile as a hotspot to actually watch what we're doing right now on Twitch. Mate, I am sorry for you. That is freaking terrible. Um, I think that'll do it for the top three things that gamers need to hear this week. So we're going to move on. We're not far away from catching up with Jacko about who he is, telling us a bit about himself, how he started streaming, where this persona came from, this legend that we see before us, uh, the G-Freak in front of our very eyes. But before we do that, um, we're going to take a quick break and come back with some pretty exciting news. Hey, it's Pete and Dan here. And this episode of the Game on Oz podcast is proudly brought to you by AOC Monitors. AOC is a globally trusted monitor brand for gamers, helping Aussies battle, compete, grow, and unleash their potential every single day. I love that word, unleash. Yes. 
sounds powerful. It does. They were the first to develop anti-blue technology, omitting 90% of harmful blue light to protect the eyes of gamers everywhere, your most important asset, and continue their own relentless pursuit of ever-improving visual quality because for AOC, vision is at heart. Find the full range of AOC and Aegon monitors now at au.aoc.com and rock onto you, AOC, for the sponsorship. And we're back with some big news as well. And this actually probably deserves a couple of these. Wow, 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 wow. Mate, we have a Facebook group. Do you even use Facebook? Are you are you one of these new millennials that's like, no, nah, I don't use Facebook anymore, I'm cooked? I use it just to message friends um, and to flick around for the news. I don't use it for anything else really. And also the, the Facebook page that I run uh, for myself, but that's it. That's it, man. How about yourself? Um, I look. I still use it heavily, but I'm an old fuck. So, how how <laughs> how old are you? Um, I am 22, man. Just turned 22 on November the 30th. Bullshit. Nah, nah. 96, 96, baby. 90s represent. Oh man, you're so young. Yeah, I grew up with the best TV shows, man. Cartoon Network's where it's at. Mm-mm-mm. Let's go. No, mate, no. you miss you miss Cheese TV by a country mile, and that shit was a What's fucking that? belt. What's that? What's that? Oh my That's god! Cheese, There's I'm I'm watching this chat right now. I'm waiting for it to blow up. That you just asked, what's that when it comes to Cheese TV? Holy fucking shit! Look at them! Look at them! They're all going. They're all bloody losing it. Look oh, at no. it. Herald of Galactus. Oh no! Mr. Supernova, DJ Knight, Skittles. Um, yeah, th- this is, this is bloody gold. Mate, Cheese TV is one of the absolute fucking greatest, great, it's be- it pisses all over Cartoon Network. Cheese TV takes a dirty big shit on Cartoon Network's chest. I'll tell you that right now, mate. <laughs> because Cheese TV was, was what we grew up with, man. It was like in the 90s and bloody, um, early double O's. The 90s was the best Cheese TV. But that's where Dragon Ball Z came from, Samurai Pizza Cats, Sailor Moon, Techno Man. Um, that's where Pokemon was first aired in this country. Uh, okay. Oh, yep. dude. Oh, my God. I know, I, you know what? I probably watched it and I was so young mm. that I just didn't even know what I was watching. Well, how? What, so if you're 22, then you were born in 1993? No? Six. Six. 1996. So yeah, sorry, nerd and proud. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting so savage. Um, so if you were born in 1996, then like you were pretty much coming in off the back of the tail end of, uh, uh no, no. Well, if you were born in 96, by the time you were old enough to even understand what it is that you were looking at on the telly, um, then yeah, pretty much. yeah absolutely, yeah. Wow, that's absolutely like crazy. I used to, I used to watch Recess, Ed, Ed and Eddie, Cat Dog, Carriage the Cowardly Dog. Uh, that were that were the shows, man. Spy Kids Next Door. That that was oh. Spy Kids Next Door. Spy Kids Next Door. Holy shit. Oh, ben Ten. Ben Ten. Right, oh now, my goodness. Now look, Ben Ten. Ben Ten. I can definitely get around. I can absolutely get around Ben Ten because Ben Ten was an absolute belter. Um, I'm gonna see if this thing is going to pop up without being a dick and playing me an advert. Yep, there it is. Ready? This you'll love this. Oh man. Just brilliant. Oh, Absolute brilliant. Love it. Absolutely um, love that. 
Mate, yeah, holy shit. I don't even know how we got onto this, but um, well, that's right. We started talking about Facebook. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so here's here's the deal, right? So um, we have this closed group on Facebook. It's called God Mode. God Mode is an absolute belter of a community. It's going off. There's a lot of great people there. Um, they share a lot of shit. And the, ba- the reason why we created God Mode was because our Facebook page was taking off about three years ago. And... Um, People were posting to our wall on the Facebook page and they were posting all this great content and we could only repost so much of it. So we were like, fuck it, we'll just create a, like a group and they can all hang out together and post all some shit to each other and it just started taking off. So we've, uh, in the last two weeks, hit 700 and then 800 members on Game on Australia's God Mode page, which deserves a winner sound effect. And by the looks of things, we're on our way to 900 pretty soon as well. But we have a members milestone um, initiative, right? So every time we hit 100 members on God Mode or the next 100 member milestone cap, we give away some amazing prizes. So 700 and 800, congratulations to you guys. You've won some pretty amazing things. I know you're fans of the podcast and you actually um, check in on Twitch every now and again. So you might see this or you might hear this, but you sure as shit... Um, know this through Facebook. I'm just going to bring up their names now because we posted their details a little bit earlier in the group. 845 members, looking the goods. Um, so here we go. So it was Sean Lewis who got our 700 milestone member prize and Shelby Lee Hutchinson who got our 800 milestone member prize. Congratulate, uh, congratulations to both of them. We're 55 members away from hitting our next one, 900. 1,000 members, my friend, is going to be an absolute belter. Right, it's gonna be party at your house. Party at my house. Yeah, it's gonna be party at my house. I'll put it this way: when we hit two thousand members at um, on the Facebook page, we got in touch with two K, and we went ultimate two K for two K. Right, there's two thousand members, and they were like, "We're gonna send you guys a heap of shit." They sent us like Borderlands Special Edition Handsome Jack collection. Um, They sent us uh, like a ton of bloody um, NBA games as well, some wrestling stuff. And we basically packaged that all up and we sent out a heap of them to our community just to say thanks for being a part of it. So we're all about rewarding the people who are a part of our community because we want this community to continue growing and we appreciate your support and we're happy to give back. Hang around. If you're watching the Twitch right now, get over to Facebook, find our God Mode group, um, request to join. We'll get you in there because, again, 900 members is around the corner and we are going to choose a uh, another member to win something pretty freaking awesome when that happens. Hey, Jacko. Yeah, mate. Mate, can you bloody tell us a little bit about who you are? Because we've gone through the top three things that gamers need to hear. We're going to arrive at the big question in around about, I don't know, five minutes, ten minutes or so, depending on how long this goes. Because you also want to bring up a bit of a topic that you've brought in. Good for you, good sir. Looking forward to hearing about it. But who is Jacko underscore G-Freak? when he's not this freak pumping iron in front of us on the stream? Um, I am a 22-year-old from Melbourne, uh, Melbourne, Australia, that is a tradesman doing flooring and floor leveling. Um, in, the, you know, in the off time, when I, have, when I have free time, I hang out with my, my lovely girlfriend, Steph, um, and, the, and, and also with my family, friends, um, and I, just, I, I love hitting the gym as well. So we keep each other fit, and yeah, basically... That's who I am. Why have you been a gamer for a long time? Like why? Like where did where did you when when rather when did you start uh, streaming on Twitch? And when you did start streaming on Twitch, 
you know, was this your persona from the outset or were you just streaming by your, like just, you know, normal average Jacko for a little while and then one day down the track for some reason the G-Freak was born? Well, that's a great question, Pete. Um, basically, I started on Twitch in, I think it was late 2017, 20, 2018. Yeah, it was December, like late December of 2017. Um, and basically, my journey started from there. I used to watch Nick Merckx a lot, and he inspired me. I used to love playing Call of Duty. I played that a little bit uh, professionally. Like in, um, almost, I figured, hey, why not stream it? Why not stream it? Why not have some fun and stream it? So I must say I you're pretty that. good. Like as far as the Call of Duty stuff's concerned, because I watch your, um, I watch your blackout streams, mate, and you are pretty bloody handy behind a gun. I definitely got it right. Um, shout out to Scuff there, um, and, and Kangaroo Sports there, um, for hitting me up with a Scuff, uh, from Blue Mouth. But basically, you know, using the Scuff controller is precise. It gets me pumping. And I'm hot on the sticks. That's just what it comes down to, Pete. Okay? Legend. <gasps> Holy shit. Sorry, hang on a sec. Reflex, you bloody legend. Reflex is one of our uh, Game on Australia legendary legends, part of our gold team. You are a bloody legend. He's just hosted us for 17 viewers. Wow. 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 Thank you so much, you bloody beauty. Adski, 91. Uh, see you later, mate. Thanks for hanging around. Um, go and smash some Overwatch. That sounds bloody fantastic. Actually, Adski, hang on. I'm going to... If you use the command uh, exclamation mark Discord, it'll bring up our Discord channel. I play a bit of Overwatch and a lot of the guys in our community do as well. So make sure you get into our Discord and, and have a good look. Um, so where did the G-Freak come from, mate? I mean, you said you're a bit of a gym junkie. Who is this bloke? Basically, this gamer tag was made on April 2010. Haven't changed it, have not touched it. Um, it's very OG. Um, and basically, the G-Freak just came about. It just, it just flowed. It flowed off the tongue. And I liked it. Everyone's always like, oh, OG this, and here's the G and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, we got the G-Freak, baby. So, you know, gamer freak, gym freak, all that type of stuff. The oh, OG. Yeah. You know, it goes, it goes with everything. So I've had that for a long time since I was, I was 15. Um, and it, it, it's crazy that I've still kept it. No one else has it. And it's different. I like it, mate. You know, at the end of the day, um, and this you know, as a, as a bloke who works in, in content as a living, right? Oh, two chronic is now hosting us. Wow. 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 Um, thank you so much for the host, mate. You're a bloody legend. So as a guy who works his life in content. Um, you got to do you. I know that sounds cliche. You, you got to do you, man. You got to do you. You know what I'm saying? You got to do you. Come on. You come, come on. Come on, you, you, come on. You do that so much better than I do. I don't even know what this is that I'm talking about right now. Or this, this thing that I'm saying. Can you do that, please? Because I'm shit. Come on, get to the chat bag. Come on, it's not a tumor. Put the cookie down. <laughs> he sounds French. He doesn't sound bloody. Is it Austrian? He's Austrian, isn't he? He's bloody Austrian. Get to the chopper. Um, hey, you're a Grokes in the stream. Hey, buddy. Good to have you along. He's another one of the Gammon Australia legendary legends and good night to your reflex. Um, so, yeah, man, you, you've got to do what comes naturally. And it's an extension of your persona. That's that's exactly who you are, you know. So i got to say you're doing a, a mammoth job. I mean, we came across you just almost by accident. Um, and then when we mentioned you know, to a couple of our mates that we're thinking about getting 
um, the G Freak in, they were like, yeah, man, like, do it. Because we know a bit. It happens to be Apolodex. Um, you did mention Kangaroo Sports, right? So, you know, Apolodex. And he was like, dude, I heard um, you're getting G Freak on the stream. Champion. It's fucking wicked. So, um, well done to you, mate. It's bloody good. And uh, this is a lot of fun. And just keep up the good work. I mean, I, I assume, is this a bit of a, um, like a casual thing for you, just having fun? Or do you want to, you know, would you rather be streaming 24-7 instead of laying flooring? That question gets put to me quite a lot don't see myself ever doing this full time. Um, I've always stuck to my guns with, you know, if you were going to go full time, um, you got to make, you know, X amount of money, like $10,000, especially with the Royal Commission, um, you know, cracking down on the on the loans in Australia, uh, for those guys overseas, not knowing what exactly happened. Um, but basically, I think that it's good to have as a hobby, it's good to have as a side thing, because you come home and you're unpumped. I get home, hit the gym, boom, come home, smash dinner, get it all ready, help out that shower, looking good, looking real good. Same. <laughs> then I jump straight onto the stream in my boxer shorts and my tank top, and I'm sweating already, ready for the game to get my head in the game. It's fantastic. I love it. It gets me, it, it gets me up in the morning. It keeps me motivated, and I get to do that. I get to hang out with my family, my girlfriend, and all the other stuff. So it's great. That's bloody it. good, mate. That is bloody sensational. That's what I like to hear. That deserves a ding. Um, and I look, I just hope, I just hope you get the opportunity to just keep on enjoying this, mate, because that's what this fun stuff is all about. Um, apparently, Adski91 is back from Overwatch because it's got an update to do and he's on two and a half megabits per second download. Oh, yuck. Um, yeah, Malcolm! No, yeah, Malcolm! I, admit it. Right, you're right, Skittles. Admit it, Adski. Admit it. You can't keep away. Um, mate, you brought a couple of things. I was, I was really proud of you because earlier on in the night before we fired up the stream, you were like, I've brought some stuff that I want to talk about. So there was, uh, what was it? You had a bit of a, what was it about PlayStation that you wanted to talk about? I think we're going to save something that you had a bit of a rant about for a little bit later on in the stream. It's a good excuse to actually okay. bring back one of our old favourites, which is this little bad boy. I've got you in my sights. So that not far away. We'll get to that eventually, if we have time. If we have time. If we crack the hour, then we can't. But uh, we still got 20 minutes up our sure. sleeve. But um, tell us a little bit about this, mate. What do you want to talk about? So I was playing Blackout yesterday, and someone put to me a question. Will gaming overtake sport in Australia or and or the world? Mm. What do you reckon, Pete? Interesting. It is a very interesting question. Um, mm. I do a fair bit of work in the sports space uh, aside from this. And on the other hand, I do a fair bit of work in the elite sports space in terms of traditional sports because um, the Triple M network is is the, the network that runs footy in this country media-wise. And um, I'm also the the grounds MC for the Fremantle Dockers, which is an elite AFL team. You being from Victoria, you'd absolutely know that. So, um, look, mate, I it's one of these things where I feel that, um, and I think this has to come from gamers before it actually comes from people in traditional sports media, right? I feel like as gamers, we have to lead the charge on making sure that it's not a contest, right? It's not about them versus us or gamers versus elite sports or esports versus traditional sports. It's not about that, right? And the sooner we come to an understanding that if we actually work together, it means that we have this incredible opportunity for cross-promotion where esports teams can find 
um, traditional sports teams supporters who might like gaming but haven't heard about esports. And traditional sports teams can find esports fans or gaming fans who might like sport, but they just don't know it yet, right? So there's this this great opportunity for crossover. Absolutely. We just have to support each other in it. And I, I think that goes deeper on a lot of levels, right, when it comes to everything in general. We need to be supportive of each other a lot more. Somebody is doing shit. Uh, no, I'm shutting down my Facebook so we don't hear that throughout the entire chat. So we need to be... It's <laughs> <laughs> bloody ridiculous. So we need to be more supportive of each other. In terms of that that base question, though... Does esports have an opportunity to overtake sports, right? Like I said, I do a fair bit of work in this area. Um, uh, I can't say too much, but people will see very soon, particularly on the west side of the country. But, um, mate, it's already there. So it depends what you measure it on, okay? If you're measuring it on people playing at an elite level, it's a completely different story. You can't even compare the two. It's just different right but if you're measuring it on something like viewership and audience esports and gaming is already way 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 past um bloody uh traditional sports so take this one for example right world's 2018 for league of legends over the course of that final series had a hundred million viewers right for a, wow. Yeah, for a grand final. Exactly, right? Exactly. Wow. This. Wow. 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 So now 100 million people. Now, um, the NFL Super Bowl of the same year, or rather, you know, a, a few months after that down the track, right? <clears throat> Just to put it into context, the NFL Super Bowl, which is the arguably, aside from the Soccer World Cup, but we're talking for something that's a domestic competition, right, from the US that has a world audience, had 98 million viewers, okay, across the globe, which is huge for traditional sports anyway. But here we are, a League of Legends grand final, an esports event, world's competition, 100 million viewers. It's overtaken traditional sports already. So... Like it depends what you measure it on, but essentially the final answer is if you were to go by popularity and audience strength, it's done. It's past it, right? We're not quite there in Australia yet. We're going to take a little bit. Of, I reckon maybe five to ten years um, that we're going to see because what we have to do is we have to wait until non-endemics and endemics. If people don't understand that terminology that are watching or listening to this. Endemics are people like Asus, AOC, Aegon, yada, yada, yada. They're the ones who are your technology companies that are already in the tech industry, the gaming industry, and they put money back into it, right? Um, your non-endemics are th- other things that work in under the industries, like your Hungry Jacks or your KFCs of the world or your Ford Motor Company or stuff like that, right? When the non-endemics jump on board esports, that's when we'll see it explode here in Australia. But at that stage, we're probably still five to 10 years off, you know? Um so that's Absolutely. my that's my answer. What are your thoughts on it? Look, my thoughts are it's I'm going to back you up here. The viewership is definitely there and I think that with exposure comes growth. Absolutely esports. Um because it's so easily accessible to people to view on Twitch and other social media platforms such as Facebook, MLG, there's also things on Twitter like the Periscope. I think that it is definitely going to pass it. It's, it's already there. Like, like you were saying, it's already there. Uh, financially, 
I'm not exactly sure where that's about. I don't have the statistics in front of me, how much of it's actually like surpassing what sports, uh, speaking of it financially, like such as soccer, NBA, um, and, and baseball. And so, like they are the biggest sports in the world, you know? So I think that it's definitely got the potential and, you know, once again, give it some time and it will shine. Yeah. Give it some time and it'll shine. That should be a bloody, uh, oh, wait a minute. Why is the internet broken? Oh, no, we're back now. No, we're back, guys. I don't know what happened, but the internet pooed itself for a little bit. Oh, Nerd and Proud gave us 10 bits. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate that. Um, Hey, Skittles, you had a really interesting stat just then. Would you mind popping that back into the chat? Because I've had to restart the chat on Twitch. So um, I'd really like to actually have a good look at that um, if you could. Oh, my God, Jacko, that's so funny that you're spamming the chat for Game on Australia and getting banned by our bot. That's probably got the, banned. That's the greatest thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> got banned by the end bot. Hey, um, look, before we move on to what we're talking about next, which is the big question, can I tell you about our special deal for this week from our good mates absolutely. over at AOC Aegon? These guys are absolute legends, and we really thank them. Um, they've come on board Game on Australia this year with a knockout punch, right? So um, they approached us a few weeks ago and we had a good chat. They love what Game on Australia is doing and what we're about. And they were like, we, we want to help you guys. We're going to sponsor your podcast for 13 episodes. We're going to work together to make sure that the community is getting something out of it as well. And all of the money that comes to Game on Australia goes back into the community for things like community tournaments, um, for marketing, for advertising, things to continue to build the community and just to basically have a good opportunity to do things like this, you know, um, when Dan's not around or when I'm not around, go and find great Twitch streamers or great content creators and get them on and, and let them shine for a little bit, you know, and get an opportunity Absolutely. to show people that they are here. Um, so a big thank you to AOC Aegon. Um, as we've mentioned throughout the podcast series that they've been on board as a sponsor, we've got some really great stuff from them. If you use the code, this is this week's special deal for you. If you use the code GOAEP123, right? So this is Game on Australia's episode 123. So G-O-A-E-P-123. That's the code that you have to use. When you purchase any AOC Aegon monitor at ple.com.au, you'll score yourself an official AOC Aegon monitor suitcase for your brand new tech. Now, I don't know about you, G-Freak, but... We've got RF land over here in the West. It's one of the biggest lands in the country, if not the biggest land in the country. Four times a year, over 800 people attend. They bring their PCs down. They set them up on this incredible gigabit internet that's going on over at Curtin University here. And it's just spectacular. They all bring their monitors. And occasionally, you see somebody with a cracked monitor. Right, And what's happened is they've had a mishap in the car or they've dropped it while they've been waiting for the doors to open and stuff like that. Just some accident that's happened. This will not happen if you've got yourself an AOC Aegon suitcase for your bloody brand new monitor. All right? They're Bang! Great. Bang! They're great prices as it is anyway. ple.com.au is where you can go to check them out. AOC Aegon. Use the code GOAEP123 and you'll score yourself an official AOC Aegon monitor suitcase for your new tech. And thank you very much to AOC Aegon for their sponsorship. You bloody legends. Okay. Now, I don't know. I'm going to ask you a question. Oh, actually, before I move this on, 
Um, DJ Knight AU's popped up Skittles chat. Thank you. Predictions are in the US. 2021 will be 141 million for NFL and 84 million for esports, higher than every other sport in the US. So um, that'll be interesting because if that's the case, then the prediction is lower than what we're actually experiencing now. Okay. So that'll be very, very interesting. Um, Definitely. Absolutely. You've been listening to the podcast lately, recent weeks? Um, I've listened to the past two weeks. Mm. So you know how the big question works? The big question song? From my memory. Okay. Hit me up. So. Hit me up. uh, I sing big, 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 big. And then you sing question, question, question at the top of your freaking lungs. Yes? Okay. All right. Okay. Yes. All right. Here it comes. Good luck. Big, 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 big. Not yet. Not yet, you banana. Not bloody yet. Let's try that again. Do it again. Big, 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 big. Question, 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 question. Big, 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 big. Question, 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 question. Oh god. Okay, that'll do. That'll do. We're just gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna move things on. We're just gonna move things on a little bit. Um yes, I'm DJ sweating. Night are you? He was too bloody busy thinking about the McNugs. Uh Herald of Galactus says time to redeem yourself, Jacko, after that bad start. <laughs> this is too bloody good. <laughs> Somebody clip that and get ready. Get ready. <laughs> Harold's like, bring back Dan. No, don't be like that. That's not nice. But yes, bring back Dan. No, I'm just kidding. Um, now, uh, the big question for this week. All right. So for those of you who don't know what mix, uh, what um, the Facebook big question is. Oh, almost pulled a furphy. Almost said Mix 94.5. For those of you who don't oh. know what the Facebook big question is, this is a question that we ask our community every single week. We ask them a different question Every single week, we pop it on the Game on Australia Facebook page and we pop it into the Game on Australia God Mode as well. So I'm just going to flick over to Game on Australia's God Mode group right now. My internet is slow as shit. So just bear with us for the time being. Let me see if I can find this uh, share that I dropped in here a little bit earlier today. Come on. Come on, you little banana. Come on. Where are you? Where are you? Here we go. Found it. I bloody found it, mate. I bloody found it. So the big question is, and this is for PlayStation fans, okay? We had the news last week that PlayStation came out and said, with the PS network, you're going to be able to change your gamer tag. And the entire place rejoiced. All of Earth rejoiced. You could feel the love right around the globe that this happened. Now, a couple of caveats. You can only do it once. I tried. I couldn't find Game on Oz. So I was pretty pissed about that. If you're someone who has our fucking gamer tag on PlayStation, I will find you. I swear to God, I will find you. Um, so instead I've gone with game underscore on underscore Oz. But we wanted to ask our community, post your old gamer tag plus your new gamer tag below in case since they've had a week now, um, they were actually going to take advantage of this. So we got a few comments back. I'm going to read a few of the comments that come from our Game on Australia community. So Nick Sticks Holland, he said, I wanted to drop the numbers from my tag, but the standalone Sticks was already taken, so I kept it. Um, Matt Bloor, 
says, nah, I had mine since the PS2 Central Station days. Just bummed that someone already had it on Xbox, so I couldn't have it there. Um, Benny says, I couldn't have Gamma because some guy took it, so I had to stick with Gamma 88. Like, this is, this is a, like an issue because like, if you're not jumping on it the second that you have the opportunity, then bang, it's gone. Do you play PlayStation? Is it PlayStation that you play? It's, it, it is PlayStation, and there seems to be some serious heartbreak in the community. Um, it, it's crazy. Like, I went to change my name just to uh, Jacko underscore G-Freak, but with a capital J, G, and F in the name. Yep. Wouldn't let me do it. Yeah. I'll tell you what. It sucks, man. That hurts. That hurts so much. It oh, it's bloody starting again. Oh, no! It's, it's bloody starting again! Son of a... Oh, okay, you know how you and I um, got our Times AEDT stuffed up, right? Yep. Right, okay. So Twitch and us have a, a little bit of a, um agreement. A thing. Right, we have yeah. a thing, right? Ooh. And um, they said, um, we're going to pop We're gonna pop you guys... We're going to pop you guys <laughs> <laughs> on the front page. Explain. We're going to pop you guys on the front page. And um, that yep. was meant to happen an hour ago. So I think, mm. uh, considering we just jumped up to 44 viewers, I think it's happened now, and they're under the impression that and we, we love you guys. We genuinely love you, and thank you so much for your support. But I'm going to have to talk to you about this, because we're just about to wrap things up with the podcast. We're just about to wrap up. Son of a... Okay. All right. So anyway, it doesn't matter. This, you know what this means? This means something really exciting for Nico, who's actually going to be streaming after we finish. And that means Nico gets to be on the front page for like the next hour or so of Twitch. Boom, baby. So Nico, you're freaking welcome, mate. You are bloody welcome. Um, Massive. All right. So what were we up to? What were we talking about uh, again? Big question. All right, so we're going through some of these answers for big questions. Yeah. Sean Lewis says, I tried years ago to find something nobody had taken yet and just didn't want a huge number on the end. So in the end, I hit randomly generate. Stick bag five was what I got. (laughs) Happy with that and stuck with it whatever I could. (laughs) Wow. Bloody amazing. Absolutely fucking amazing. That is bloody sensational, that is. Um, So so you've had your gamer tag. You didn't want to change your gamer tag? G Freak? I wanted to change the uh, the J, G, and F in Jacko underscore G Freak just to capitals to make it look a little bit cleaner. Yeah. Wouldn't let me. This is already taken by myself. Well, that sucks. Um, That's bull. Yeah, it sucks. Um, well played myself. Well, well played, played your, Well played yourself from a long time ago. Thomas Gerard, yeah. um, he's got Dingo 69R. <laughs> Dingo 69. <laughs> 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 uh. Um, so he's got Dingo 69 uh, on the PS3 when it first came out. And he said, I'm not changing that for love of money. I've got to be honest with you, mate. I wouldn't change that either because that is a dead set belter. So well done to you, sir. Um, admittedly, Dang. a lot of people didn't change their names, which is fair enough. I guess you kind of become really attached to it. You know, like you, you had to pick it back then. It's what you're running with. It's now... Uh, it's now what you've got and you've had for years. So everybody knows you by that, that you game with and all that sort of shit. So I guess you just, you do, don't you? You don't change it. You just run with it. I think that it actually rolls over. So the tag that you previously had doesn't go back on the market. It stays in your account and then you make a new one. Are you serious? That's how it works. Yep. 
So, so you can see people's previous tags, I believe. Wow, shit. So I got... Okay, so here's here's what happened with me. Um, years ago, yep. I legally changed my name to Optimus Prime. Um, and uh, it, it, it's a long story. It, it's a story that I'll, I'll share with the community. One Are you talking day. about like your real life name? Like my real life name for a time. Like on my, on my driver's... <laughs> <laughs> On my driver's <laughs> li- <laughs> on my driver's license, um, it was uh, it was on my um, bank cards, my phone bill. Um, it was uh, what else? What else is there? What else was there? It was Prime. on. Did you just burp? Prime. Oh, thank you. Prime. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Have a, fuck, get a load of that. That's a belter. Um, what was the other bloody <laughs> thing? Um, there was something else that I, oh. It's on my Curtin University degree. Yeah. So, so here's the deal, right? Like, um, I was so excited for this. This, this is a story I got to tell you. I was so freaking excited <laughs> for this. I'd been through four years of university, um, three of those as Optimus Prime, and I've gotten up ready to walk across the stage to grab my diploma. And I was like, yes, this is the moment in front of all these people here. He's going to say. Congratulations, come and get your diploma, uh, your, your, your degree, Optimus Prime Corelli, right? Well, the Nugget yeah. has never heard of Transformers before because he's some old fuddy-duddy. He's thought, I don't know if he's taken one look at me or not, and gone, well, he seems ethnic, so it must be some ethnic name. And he's gone, please come up and accept your degree, Optimus Prima Corelli. Like, you son <laughs> of a bitch! <laughs> And you got played. Three years. Three years of my life to get Optimus Prima Corelli. God damn it. Um, So, yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, So, uh, because I was was Optimus Prime uh, for a time, um, and it was around (laughs) about the time that I signed up to uh, PlayStation Network for the first time, I was called OptiPrimec. So, OptiPrime and then Corelli is my last name. So, C. I was young. Uh, so actually it's, it's not as bad as what I had when I was in high school and, uh, I had my levers jumper. Did you get a levers jumper? I think it'd be schoolies. I I think it'd be schoolies (laughs) for you guys. 2014. Yeah. So did you get like a, did you get like a jacket or a jumper in year 12 where, you know, you got like to put your name on it and everybody else's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. But this, uh, we were the first people in our school history at the, at, at the prestigious school that I went to. It literally let us have hoodies. We had hoodies. Normally, normally there's like the sweater or the rugby polo, but we had hoodies. Yeah, that's sick. That's freaking sick nuts, man. Sick. So, okay. Yeah. So, what, what did you get to have a nickname on yours? Yeah, I just had Jacko. Like, oh, boring. Yeah, yeah. Ba-ba-ba. yeah. Um, I had Wog Dragon. Now, wow, we need an applause for that one. Yes. We need an applause yes. for that one. Let's yes. go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That is, thank you. You took it out three votes. Because uh, I'm a bloody Italian and I like me dragons. Um, if only we were in 2020 about 15 years ago, because now, you know, it's all about dragons and shit and Game of Thrones. Anyway, um, so that brings us to the end of this week's big question. <clears throat> we got to talk about next week's big question. And next big, next week's big question. I'm so excited about this. Next week's big question, which you'll find on the Game on Australia Facebook page come Friday. If you're listening on the podcast or andrewhogue.com, 
it means by now it should actually already be up. All right. But this week's big question for next week comes from um, the interwebs. It comes from a suggestion from someone. So this is from Chris through GameOn at GameOnOz.com. Thank you very much, Chris. He goes, Thanks, hey, Chris. Pete. Hey, Dan. Sorry, mate. This was when... This, uh, well, yeah, I know. I'm well, sorry. Um, excuse me? Sorry. 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 Next week, it's going to be, hey, Pete. Hey, Jacko. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so he goes, hey, Pete. Hey, Dan. It recently occurred to me during a discussion with a mate that I haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn in a long, long time. Not only that, but I feel I've barely scratched the surface to it and should get back to it, but it's been that long, I would need to start again to familiarize myself with it again. At the same time, I feel like I've done too much in the game to bring myself to start again. My mate feels the same with Fallout 4. Question, what game do you feel like you've barely started, but you're too far in to start again? And he goes on to say in brackets, I'll accept games you're currently playing, even though my realization was from a game I haven't touched in no idea how long. Would love to hear the community response to this, but if you don't feel it's fit for the big question, that's cool. Would still be keen to hear what games you guys have this feeling about. Keep up the good work. And always, as always, don't forget to save. Thank you very much, you bloody legend, for sending that in. Um, I am familiar with this. I don't know about you because you're, you're like a real first-person shooter junkie, so maybe not. But I am, I'm dead set familiar with this because I am so hard up for platforms. I Like, I love platforming games, 2D platformers, like all that sort of stuff, and generally things with a really yep. long storyline. So um, maze games are some of my favorites. So something like Hollow Knight, for example, I kid you not, yep. Hollow Knight I got about um, halfway through and then I didn't touch it for two months and then I started again because I came back to it. I finally had the opportunity to fire my Switch back up again and have a good look at it. And I went, where the fuck am I? And what do I do next? <laughs> So I've had that with that. Ori in the Blind Forest, I got three quarters of the way through and then like um, had to stop for a little while because just got busy and then went back to it about two or three months later and just went, I can't. I, like I don't even know how to do the jumps I was doing before. Like I'd lost that muscle memory and that memory in general. Yeah. Um, no Absolutely. Skittles. Skittles, that's not the entire premise of Hollow Knight. That's bullshit, right? It's not. Like with Hollow Knight, if you're playing it daily and you're, you're ongoing with it, and every single day, you have a fairly good idea of where you're at, all right? And you have a fairly good idea of the things that you can do and the things you've achieved so far. But if you leave it for a few months, you're fucked, and you have to start again. Um, Herald of Galactus says, Middle Earth, Shadow of War. DJ Knight AU says, Batman, Arkham Knight. Um, mate, I don't know why you keep on getting banned by our chat. Me? Yes, for some reason. That was Cappy. That was Cappy God. Oh, it's Cappy God. Oof. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Cappy God. You've got the same colors as, as him. Um, what about you? Have you got a game that that's happened to you? I do. I've actually got... You got you're going to kill me. God of War. Oh, shit. God of War. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm fine with it. But beautiful game. Fantastic. I went away from it. Combinations were so difficult. So difficult. Beautiful game. Um, and then I moved over to Far Cry. Um, I played that. Nearly finished it. I got through three quarters of it, nearly four quarters. And I just, I stopped playing it. And then I came back and I couldn't play it. It was shocking. Mm, Absolutely mm -hmm. shocking. So it, it's quite common. And then you, you end up trading it in and then see you later. Mm, <laughs> mm. But God of War, I got the hardened edition. So I kept that because that's nice. After <clears throat> I got out. Oh, that is, that is beautiful. That is absolutely yeah. beautiful. Um, what's that, Nerd and Proud? I can help you out with Nightbot. 
Skittles likes Nightbot. Guys, do the Nightbot is sassy. We know Nightbot is sassy. I like Nightbot's sass. Leave Nightbot as it is. Um, now, it's Cappy God said, by the way, Jacko, because obviously Cappy God must watch your stream. Um, said, I can't ban people in this chat. I have to ban double or next Jacko. Sorry, Cap bro. Cappy is definitely one of my uh, T1 mods. The, so, the yes. ban hammer is going to fly in your next chat. That's a belt. <laughs> uh, look, that is an extraordinary big question from this great man, Chris. So thank you very much for that, Chris. Really appreciate Thanks, it. Chris. And we're going to pop that up on the Facebook page. Like I said, if you're listening to this audio-wise uh, on the podcast, it'll be up on the Facebook page by the time you are checking this out. So get along. Answer it on Facebook um, in the God Mode closed group and also on our page and uh, get amongst it. Thank you very much. Now, you know that you know what happens at the end of our podcast, right? No, you don't know shit. Okay, I'm, I'm we weary. I'm weary. I'm at the gym when I'm listening. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Game on Australia podcast, for getting this far. It's lovely to have your ears and on Twitch, your eyes. Thank you across uh, that beautiful community at andrewhogue.com. Australia's number one rock radio station online. You bloody legends, thank you for having us. If you're listening to us on Qantas, International Domestic or Jetstar Domestic or across the Triple M Network, thank you so much. You can check out everything that you need to know, news, reviews, interviews and all the fun right now at GameOnOz.com. Find us on Facebook. The God Mode community is there. GOG is starting as well. Our online tournaments and a big thank you to the legends at Astro G and Logitech as well for joining us uh, and providing the prizes for those bloody tournaments. That's going to be fantastic. Game on Australia Legendary Legends are coming up very soon. Nico is going to be taking over the stream for the rest of the night and streaming some incredible content, so make sure you hang around for that. And, of course, a big thank you to our weekly sponsor, AOC Aegon Gaming Monitors. Don't forget, use Goa Ep 123 when you purchase any of those monitors at ple.com.au on their website. And you'll get yourself a monitor suitcase for your brand new tech as well. It's time to get the F out of here. And as we always say, don't forget to save Jacko underscore G Freak. Thank you for joining me on the podcast this week. You bloody legend. It's been a pleasure having you here. Much to yourself and the Game On Australia cast. You're, you're absolutely the legends for giving me this opportunity. And I really do appreciate it. Thank you. You know what? I'm going to say this. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Um, Jacko underscore G Freak. For tonight, <laughs> for, for tonight, you're my hero. Ready? Ready?
Hey, it's Pete here. This episode of the Game on Oz podcast was proudly brought to you by AOC Monitors. AOC is a globally trusted monitor brand for gamers, helping Australians battle, compete, grow, and unleash their potential every day. They were the first to develop anti-blue technology, omitting 90% of harmful blue light to protect the eyes of gamers everywhere and continue their own relentless pursuit of ever-improving visual quality because for AOC, vision is at heart. Find the full range of AOC and Aegon monitors now at au.aoc.com and thank you very much, AOC, for the sponsorship.